Good afternoon, good evening. It is your boy, the Blended Family Guy, coming to you live from Houston, Texas. We have another amazing show with you. I know you're used to probably seeing me in just a shirt or a t-shirt, but I wanted to give you guys a little bit more style because this is, this is me, the essence of me. So I'm just letting you know, I have the handkerchief, I have the pocket square, I got the you know, I got the, the red buttons going. I'm trying to trying to show you that, you know what, this is an extra special show on today. We got a really good guy. He's one of the good guys. His name is Blake Simon. He's he's the guy that motivates. Um, he's the guy out there helping you with financial aid, helping you actually succeed in college, helping you tap into your potential, helping you tap into your why. And I'm telling you, the show is gonna be fire. Plus, we got some bonuses for people that are actively engaged, actively listening. It's going to be an amazing show. So we're about to bring Blake into the feed. But before that, for those of you who don't know, those of you who don't know, I'm the blended family guy. Why do I have this show? Because I'm passionate about blending families, about career, about your life, not leveraging one for the other. You can be successful at both, but you have to be intentional, right? So this is going to be a great show, but I want you to understand the genesis of why I do what I do, why I come at you every week trying to bring you a valuable resource that can add to your life. So this is going to be a good show. Now, if you have kids that are that are just freshmen and sophomores, they still need this book that Blake is the author of. Now, I'm giving away 10 copies of this book. Now, uh-oh, I see one of my good people, Erica. Erica has, I think, what? She's got four kids, so I know she's trying to figure out, okay, you know what? We got some doctors and lawyers in this family. I know, Erica, this is going to be a great show that you just want to archive for the next 15, 20 years when those two little guys are ready for college. Um, you'll be ready, but just to let you know, it's going to be a great show. We're giving away 10 of these books and they're going to be signed by Blake himself. I just want you to understand you can be successful at family life, work life, your prayer life, your college life, your your career without leveraging the other. It's just about the harmony. So, again, every week we're bringing this to you. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to share this. I want you to tag people that you know need to be listening to it because I know some of your friends and family. I know some of your friends and family are still in debt paying on their student loans. And now they're about to be probably taking on the debt of their of their of their son or their daughter or their nephew or their grandson or or, or great niece. Guys, I want you to listen to Blake. This is going to be some critical stuff. And he has a master class that he is offering this Thursday. So I'm about to bring Blake on. But before we do that, I need you to share this broadcast and tag people that, you know, have people that are going to college or um, are looking at it, or maybe they're in their sophomore, their junior year or they're a rising senior, as most like to call it. Now, they don't want to say that they just graduated as a junior. They want to say they're a rising senior. So I'm just telling you, good stuff is about to be talked about on today. Good stuff. So. That being said, hey, what's going on, Erica? Oh, Erica is all ears. I see you, fam. I'm sure you probably just went to Whole Foods 
and um, you're getting stuff ready. I don't know with the kids being out of school, but Erica, thank you for joining. All right. Tell your husband we said hello. Um, and I'm about we're about to do this. We're about to do this. So, hey, I see Taria on. I see four viewers on. Guess what? I'm about to bring on Blake. It's about to go down, guys. It's some good stuff going on in Houston. That being said, I want everybody, everybody to welcome Blake Simon. Blake is on the show. How are you doing, Blake? What's up? What's up, man? What's good, man? Thank you for having me. What's up, Facebook family? Yeah. Ready to get it going, man. Ready to add value to the listeners. Let's go, man. Let's go. So, so Blake, this is the great thing. Um, I love networking. How I first met Blake family, I want y'all to know. I met Blake through, wow, Kyra Hardwick. She just continues to introduce me to good people. And, and, and see, you got some good family here. See, Blake, Erica is saying hello. Welcome, What's Blake. Up, Erica? Erica, What's good up, people, Erica? man. Good people. Her, her husband, family, great people. Um, I'm just letting you know, Blake, it's going to be a good show. I can already tell. We met we met about two months ago via Car Kyra Hardwick at an Imagine Excellence uh, Leadership Summit. Uh, Blake and I had a chance to get together. He's actually coached me, y'all, on some technology, some leadership aspects. Even, even though I'm considered an OG um, compared to Blake, Blake is teaching this old dog new tricks, and I love it. And so, again, the reason why I initially bought this book, right, this book right here, The Transition Guide and Journal, all right, is because this is awesome. If I had had something like this going to college, maybe I wouldn't have flunked out the first two years I was at University of New Mexico in biomedical engineering. My mind wasn't right. I lost a full scholarship. And I had so much scholarship money, y'all that I was able to, even though I was in Albuquerque, I had enough money to stay at the dorm, um, at the dorms with a full meal plan and flunked out after year one, put on probation, after year two, flunked out as well. And then I transferred to North Carolina A&T, got my four-year uh, degree in electrical engineering and the rest is history. But I'm just letting you know, maybe if I'd had a book like this, Maybe if there was an, uh, a, a master class on how to tap into your potential in a journal, maybe I wouldn't have had to go through that. And so that's why that's why Blake is on the line right now. So I want you to do this for me. Like and share. And you're going to hear that throughout. What's going on, Taria? Good evening. Good evening to you. Um, so, Taria. Yeah, Taria's good people. All right. So I'm just letting you know, it's going to be some good stuff going on today. So Blake, give us a little background about yourself, where you're from, why you do this. And um, we'll start diving into those questions here in a second. But go ahead. Tell us. Give, give us a little background. Yeah, definitely, man. Let me start from the beginning. Then um, I'm a product of the, the you said you're OG to me. So I'm a product of the late 80s. Uh, as, as most of us know, you know, it was a a heavy drug influence in, in, in certain communities at that time. So my biological uh, parents were involved in different ways. I got raised by a woman who uh, wasn't blood related to me. Um, she was on the t at the time on dialysis. She had already dealt with breast cancer. So she made a tremendous sacrifice to take me out of that environment, which was only about 10 to 15 minutes down the road. But, you know, just made the sacrifice to take me out of that environment, raised me. And she already had a daughter who was growing and out the house and, you know, just take on the the challenge of uh, raising somebody who probably wouldn't have had as, as much of an opportunity. Um, time went by. Uh, we ended up moving to Houston, Texas, 
uh, if I didn't mention, I was born in Lafayette, Louisiana, stayed in Abbeville in Kaplan, Louisiana. So we moved to Texas where the opportunities were better for her to get treatment with her dialysis. Um, in 1998, uh, she ended up passing away on her birthday as I was transitioning into the sixth grade. So I ended up staying with my sister, man. And, and, and during that time, I didn't really speak to anybody about the problems that I, that I was experiencing as a result of her death. Um, and I kind of became this angry kid. And my mom was serious about education and discipline. So I, you know, I started getting in trouble in school. Grades started to slip. And that, you know, remained the, remained the trend until I transitioned through high school. So I didn't focus on the right things. And when I did graduate from high school, I didn't go directly to college because I didn't prepare myself from, from the standpoint of, you know, in high school, I was focused on girls. Um, and, and, and one of the main girls I used to, you know, chase, she got a full ride scholarship to U of H. Um, and I remember spending so much time playing football from eight to 18 and then didn't get a scholarship because I didn't put in enough time to really, you know, earn a scholarship and um, working, didn't save money for college. So everything that I was really putting time in, I, I didn't put myself in a position to be successful uh, after high school. So I didn't go directly into college, did ended up, I, I ended up going to college at, at uh, Prairie View A&M University a year and a half after I graduated, you know, based off of a conversation that I was having with one of my boys. And at the time I was on moving trucks, helping people move from apartment to apartment. And, yeah. you know, in this Houston heat, that's not the, that's, that's not the life you want to live. You know, I, I did this, uh, we moved this lady from a third floor apartment to another third floor apartment and we had to carry all of her thing, you know, and I was like, yeah, this is not for me. It's not what I'm, you know, I, I can handle the physical activity, but I can't see myself doing this for the rest of life. So eventually I, you know, I went to Prairie View, opened myself up to opportunities. When I graduated from Prairie View, I started working in financial aid. Um, so I went from being a student to two months later being, you know, some of my former classmates, financial aid counselor. And through that, um, I, I started to realize the, the challenges that we are faced with, not only that I was faced with, but that families are faced with as they transition into college, not understanding you know, how to maximize the opportunities that are in front of you as far as financial aid, but, you know, just the general matriculation through college. And that starts well before you get to college. And I started to realize that problem. And, you know, mm -hmm. I started to make efforts to go out with the recruitment team, you know, and um, try to educate the students before they get there. And, you know, sometimes you met with resistance. So eventually I, I followed my passion to impact youth and I resigned and created my own platform. Um, I started to realize what my purpose was. And then you know, that, that led me into where I am now. So I created the transition platform, which comprise, which, which, which consists of workshops, sessions. Um, I'm developing the curriculum and then the book, the transition guide and journal, a simple tool to help students maximize the college experience. And everything is geared towards not only the, the, the college experience, but motivational, cognitive, um, and then helping students understand specifically how to maximize the financial aid opportunities that are available to you and understanding that you know financial aid includes scholarships, but yeah. the free money that's available to you uh, based on need. So need versus merit-based money. That's one of the things I focus on. And then you know also do I do keynote speaking, so I do motivational presentations. But I'm really focused on educating the culture, taking advantage of the fact that I'm a young black male that that knows financial aid. Um, everybody that I saw that was in that um, environment, you know, middle-aged women, um, very few men. But, you know, as a young black man, I can go into the schools and I can relate to these minority kids and help them understand uh, something that is needed. Man, this is so, you know, I, and, I, and I love when I see a motivational speaker that is transparent. I think the only way you can motivate it equals transparency. Right. And just that 
I mean, you encapsulated quite a bit, but you got you had me leaning in the first time we talked based on your history, right? And just the genesis of when you were a young guy to now. I get it. I get it. I get it. And guys, I'm going to tell you, if you go to his Instagram feed and, and this is where, Blake, why don't we tell everybody? And hey, you, you see Erica, I'm, I'm sure you saw Taria shared it. Um, this is ex They're excited about the conversation. It's going to be a good one, man. Um, yeah. So so look, here's what Taria is saying. Yes, that is great that you help parents and students navigate through financial aid waters. Why? Blake, I'm still paying off my student loans, me and my wife combined. So, oh, you know, so yeah, let, let, let's dive into this thing. And oh, I see, I see my friend, my John Maxwell friend, Zandra. Hello there. All right. So, hey, Zandra, amazing, man. She, um, she has her own platform that is unique to the industry. So hello to you, Zandra. Thanks for joining in. Really do appreciate it. Blake, let's get right into it, right? Let's go. Let's, let's go. Bye. This book. I mean, let's let's dive into it. Um, financial aid. How, how does the genesis of the book? Let's talk about it. Yeah. So with the book, uh, if you know, you just mentioned Zandra is in this in this um, you know this field of I, I believe yes entrepreneurship. So as I transitioned from my uh, full time job and I started to pursue my passion, of course you have to monetize this thing. So. The, the, the two things I started to consider was when I go into the schools and I speak to these students, number one, I have to figure out how to really build the business. And then I have to be able to uh, figure out a way to leave the students with something tangible that is also reiterating whatever it is that I came in and spoke about. Usually the things I speak about. I got you. OK, you got it. Usually yeah. the things I speak about is covered. It's covered in a book. So um, just to break down the book, it's three parts to the book. Uh, at the end of each section, I have journal space for the students to be able to write in their uh, thoughts about what they have read in the, in the previous section. On the very first page of the book, there's a space for students to be able to write their name as a co-author because you will be doing some writing. So at the end of the first section, they can write their thoughts on my personal story because that's what I'll share in the first section. Some of what I just shared whenever I introduce myself. In the second section, I go through what's called my five foundation keys. The five foundation keys consist of my motivational talk where I talk about knowing your why, having purpose, goal setting, affirmations, trusting the process and creating your own look. Three of those keys come with an exercise so the students can actually go in and write top 10 goals that you want to accomplish along with the deadline. They can write in positive affirmations, 15 positive affirmations. And then I ask questions such as who do you love? Who loves you? What type of impact do you want to have on the world? And what would you do every day if money wasn't involved? So that the students can start to identify themselves with purpose, because if you can think about three people you love, which typically a student will say their parents, then you won't be distracted when you're at school. Because if you think about your parents and how hard they're sacrificing for you, then you won't be susceptible to distractions. So I start to, you know, I, I try to get students in the mindset that they need to be in before I get into the actual college information. So that's what we discuss in the second section. Once again, 10 goals is not enough. 15 positive affirmations. That's not enough. So the journal space at the end of that section it's designed for the students to be able to create more goals, create more affirmations. In the third section, I'll go through what's called the student success keys. The student success keys consist of simple keys for junior high students, but it's just simple, focusing on academics and attendance and then starting to explore your personal interests. As you transition into high school, I have checklists for students starting from freshman year all the way into your senior year. Now, the checklist consists of different things, including, you know, when you should take the PSAT, the SAT, 
um, things that will put you in a position to be successful before you get to your senior year. Um, I break it down by summer, fall and spring of senior year, different things you should be doing. And then I actually get into maximizing your on-campus experience. 20 quick starter keys. I also talk about 10 key campus resources. The 10 key campus resources, the uh, understanding financial aid, the building relationships and networking, this will all be in a part of, or, or as a part of the master class. So everything in the third section is what I discussed in the master class. But I, I touch bases on, you know, who you should build relationships with when you're on campus. What key resources that's on campus for you to maximize that you should be maximizing, number one, because you're paying for it. And then number two, because that's what it's there for. And then, um, you know, understanding that financial aid game, because it's, it's uh, if you if you really can dive into it, you can save yourself thousands of dollars. And it's, it's just about giving the effort and then being exposed to the knowledge. So what I found out is students love to read. Whenever I go into the schools and I give away one book, uh, when I started, I would give away one book and then I would notice that every student wants a copy. Then, you know, I started pushing it to the entire class. And then, you know, more groups started getting it like Avid and, you know, churches that have youth groups. And, you know, then I started moving them more in bulk because people see the value in me coming in doing a session where I can actually have the students hear me speak about knowing your why. And then we can sit down and do the exercise. We can sit down and write goals. We can do the affirmations. And then we can discuss in detail, like we're doing a master class, the, the, the differences between the different types of financial aid, who you should build relationships with, you know, and how to really network when you're on campus. And I went to HBCU, you know, I never been, I hadn't been around that many, you know, uh, black people in my life. And I was raised around black people, but that was the most powerful experience. And, and to this day, um, even with the conference I met you at, everything comes from a connection that I had Absolutely. when I was at Prairie View. So, you know, it's understanding what a network means whenever you get to college. It's not just about communicating with somebody. It's not just about being friends with somebody because you can network and do business in the future with somebody that's not necessarily your friend. So, uh -oh. um, uh oh, this is good. No, but Blake, Blake, we got to stop, man. It's some good questions man. already. Yeah, let's, get the, yeah, let's get the questions. Let me answer the question because I could talk about that. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is good. So we're going to we're going to do this. I'm going to do it top down because 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 my family from Albuquerque, Amber, she says, does your book discuss planning for a college fund? Um, I don't necessarily talk about planning for a college fund in detail, if I understand what you mean, um, because I'm focused more on the student in the future. I have a book that that will come that will be for parents and I touch bases more on that. But um, in this book, I'm, I, I kept it uh, simplified for a student. It's, it's filled with information, but it's, it's not deterring for a student to look at it and say, you know, oh, that's too much. You know, it's, in a, it's engaging, it's interactive, but it's a simple, it's simplified, it's a simple tool. Like it says in the, in, the, uh, in, the, in the undertitle, it's a simple tool to help students maximize the college experience. But um, I do have something in 2019 I'm planning to do uh, for parents. Um, I saw somebody else. I think Zandra asked about the Zoom. So I, the, the master class will be held on Zoom. Um, if he wants to log on as a junior, I definitely would encourage that because I'm doing it for the students that are transitioning into school in the fall. But my goal is to bring it at least back to the middle school students, because as you transition into high school, you should have this information. You shouldn't be getting it like most of us get it during your senior year or, you know, rushing it until you as you are a junior transitioning into your senior year. And that's the case at most schools, even the schools that have college counselors, because at most schools, it's just one college counselor. And that's difficult to handle when you have 200, 
you know, 400 and at some schools, even six, 700 students. Man, this and, is then for, and, and for parents and for, and for parents that have been to school, you know, it's so much that can change in 15 or 20 years. So it's sometimes difficult for the parents to even educate their students on, you know, how to transition into college, even when they've uh, went through the higher education system themselves. Ooh, this is good. All right. So and, and I'm already seeing Zandra because she's a leadership coach in her own right. She's blown away that you're doing affirmation. So I see that comment. Then she's got she went to Langston. All right. I went to yeah, ABC. I went to the blue and gold. So, Zandra, it's OK that you didn't go to the real HBCU in North Carolina A&T. Um, that's OK. And yes, to all my Houston people. But I want you all to know Blake is international. But yes, Zandra, he is in Houston and he is constantly at a school, at a college, somewhere helping you. So, yes, he is in Houston. Um, HBC is yes. off the bomb. What's going on, Tristan? What's going on, Tristan? Uh, that's my boy we had on last week uh, from the southwest side of Houston. Jay Smith, he says he loves it. Erica, my oldest is a junior in high school. Yes. This would be additional information that would be good for her. I'm going to tell you all this. I haven't even told them about the bonus yet, but I'm just letting y'all know for those 10 people that are active in participating during this live session, I have me and my wife are investing in purchasing 10 of these books, which will give you immediate access to Blake's masterclass going on this Thursday. So, Zandra, I'm just letting you know you, you've already <laughs> been entered in one. Erica. You've already entered in one. Taria, yeah, and they, and, and they both have juniors. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah, they need this. So, Taria, um, I believe you said you have some college students. This is a great book, y'all. Once you see it, I already have the book. I'm giving one away to a special person that me and Crystal have already chosen. But it's a journal. And I like it because right next to what they're affirming about themselves it's a journal as well as it's just helping them define their why. And the book is awesome, guys. I wish I had had something like this 20 years ago. But um, Blake, yeah, we that, that, of course, that's my motivation for, you know, creating the book and the whole platform. You know, as I started to, you know, make my transition into my, you know, post-college career, I started to think about, man, you know, all of the challenges I faced, you know, all the, the, the lack of information I had and then even the information I had. You know, that the, motiv the motivational part comes from, you know, some of this stuff I knew. I kept getting them OPs whenever I knew it was wrong because I was being stubborn and yeah. I and I knew the consequences. So it's I feel like I'm obligated, not only now that I understand once I got into the professional side of it. OK, yeah, you know, like, yeah, you, you was tripping. Now I can go in and, and use once again my ability to connect with certain students and say, look, your mindset has to shift. If you really want to maximize, okay, what are you going to college for? You're going to college to put yourself in a position to start a career. If you really want to put yourself in a position to be successful, don't do it, you know, unless you need it. And then you have to be smart because you got to understand what you're there for. And if you want to be successful after college, you know, a lot of us, man, I grew up looking at my parents and, 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 and looking at, I mean, I, not my parents, I, I saw different people not answer the phone for bill collectors, for example. You know, the culture of, you know, not wanting to speak to somebody. When it, so you graduate, you use these loans and then you don't even want to communicate. So then eventually you go into default. Then once you go into default, 
you can't do the things that you envisioned yourself doing when you, yeah, I'm going to college so I can do this. I start a family, get a house. Now you can't do that whenever you put yourself in a position, you know, um, to be in default, you know, by just a lack of knowledge. And then once you know it, just not insisting on applying the techniques that you've learned. Man, this is really good stuff. And Zandra, good friend of mine, Zandra said she she wants a person. She she sees a lunch coming up, and I think it's going to be <laughs> you getting. So some- is Zandra in Houston? Yeah, Zandra's in Zandra. Houston. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, it, it's coming. And, Jay, so, and, and shout out, shout out to Jay, man. I, if if this is the Jay, I think it is. Jay Smith. Me and Jay used to work together in financial aid. You know, uh, we were a part of changing the culture in Prairie View because uh, you know at that time the directly brought in a lot of young faces, which was a part of you know being able to connect with these students and getting them in and getting them out, and then in between that, getting them educated. So you know, shout out to Jay. You know, everybody else I worked with. Um, it was a special group because we were young black and getting educated in higher education title four funding which is not something that you see a lot of young black people educated in so it gives us the ability to be able to help and educate the youth and really push the culture forward yeah this is this is really good and and amber my apologies amber is saying you know what marcus it took me 20 years to pay off my student loans Shout out to San Diego. I believe that's San Diego State, and she's in Oceanside. So excuse me, Amber. My apologies, fam. My apologies. So Zandra is in. I want to make sure we recognize all these great comments. Uh, Erica, yes. Zandra, yes. You getting one. <clears throat> Big up. Sorry. We got Rod Thomas, Rod Geronimo Thomas, uh, Taria. Yes, I know it's awesome. Man, we got to get this. Oh, man. Okay, look. Hey, look, and 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 I and I like what Erica said. There, yeah. It's never too early to start planning on what you're going to be doing for college. Um, what I did with our daughter, she's 25 now, but when Camille was in middle school, Camille was very strong-willed, loved to argue. She could she could try to sell her way into anything or sell her way out of anything. And so what we told her is, we said, well, what do you want to be, Camille, when you when you go to college? What do you want to do? What do you want to be? She didn't know at that point. So we told you, you're going to be a lawyer because you love to argue. And my point is, until your kids have a vision of where they want to be, you've got to give them that vision. And yeah. so I say it's never too early to start that process. So um, I love. Yeah. Middle, middle, middle school. Middle school. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Blake. Well, I was just saying, yeah, middle school, man. Um, I did a session with some middle school, eighth grade AVID students uh, and I, I surveyed them. And it was 36 of them, and only one of them had heard of the FAFSA, and that's because he had an older sister that was going through that college transition process at that time. So, you know, after the session, I noticed that all of these students understand the difference between the unsubsidized, the subsidized loan, and the parent plus loan. And they understood the consequences in using them, but it's just nobody was talking to them about it. Wow. First thing I asked was, you know, what is a loan? You know, something you have to pay back. Then another kid, yeah, with interest, you know, because they already know this, but they're not getting educated on it as far as in detail, like the federal loans and what will be offered to you. Because if you don't get educated on it, you know, you'll you'll breeze through the, the entrance council and the master promissory note and everything that's set up as a barrier for you to have to go through before you actually can borrow, you know. But just from a loan standpoint, um, they understand. So then on the backside, I try to express to the middle school students. The way you put yourself in a position to not have to utilize any type of 
need-based funding. So the need-based funding, the need-based funding is what you get as a result of doing the free application for federal student aid. And that's the FAFSA. The need-based funding comes from doing the FAFSA. And that's why you do the FAFSA and answer certain questions like how much income you have, how many people in the household are in college, how many people in the household, period. It's because it'll give you that EFC formula at the end. And that'll determine what type of need-based funding you can get. The different types of need-based funding include grants, loans, work-study. And whenever you look at those three funds, it's only two of those you don't have to pay back, but everything is based on need. You don't want to have to put yourself in a position to depend on need-based funding. You want to get scholarship funds. And as a middle school student, you should come in competitive enough to say, look, I want to get an AP courses. I want to get my SAT and ACT done early, and I want to finish number one. I was wow. competitive about all the wrong things. You know, I was competitive about football. You know, like I said earlier, you know, girls and, and things that wasn't conducive to success after high school. Wow. If I would have came in as a middle school student into ninth grade, like, look, I want to come for that number one spot. And I want to get what comes with that, which is a full ride. And if not, you're going to finish top 5%, top 10%. Those also come with academic scholarships and, and getting students to understand that merit is just not about athletic scholarships. You know, it's a talent base. But when students here get, let me get a full scholarship, they think athletics. You know, you get academic scholarships, you know, in addition to athletic scholarships. And then whatever else comes with the talent that you have, if you're in the military or ROTC, you know, all of those things are talent. So that's what you get merit-based scholarships based on. But you don't want to put yourself in a position to have to depend on need-based funding. Now, if you get a grant because your parent is not making, you know, um, what somebody else's parent is making, then that's cool. That's extra. If you get work study, then that's extra, but you just don't want to have to depend on that. And as a middle school student, I tell them all the time, you're in a perfect position because when you get into high school, that resume going to start. Your high school resume is that transcript and it's going to tell the tale. So if you come in and you ain't been productive as a freshman, as a sophomore, and you start trying to pick it up as a junior, senior, we got something that's going to look back and tell. Even with the athletes, they say, I want to go to the league. You're a junior, but when we look at your freshman, your sophomore grades, they trash. So you should be putting yourself in a position to say, look, I know I want to do this. I want to be an engineer. I'm coming in. I'm getting all A's. And when the recruiters come in, you should be questioning them about their programs and what there they have go. to offer you. You know, this is you got to come in. Okay. Okay. No, 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 Blake. This is good. See, no, no, no. I just, I, I got to, there's a lot of activity. We might have to bring you back again, brother. But one of my good friends from Albuquerque that I went to high school with, Albuquerque High Bulldogs, she said her daughter just finished ninth grade. This is Maria. This yeah. sounds like something we need for her. So this is what I'm going to do for Maria. Maria, good people. Um, I'm going to give I'm, we're going to get her a book as well. Now, Maria lives in Albuquerque for her yeah. daughter. Um, and and y'all, guess what? Favor ain't fair. She's from Albuquerque, so she's getting a book. All right, but here, let's go through some more of these comments, Blake. I think there might be some questions uh, here. Yeah, good. Woo, we got some good ones. We got Erica. Thank you, Blake. Yes, man, you're adding value, and that's what matters, Blake. Um, we got some more from. Uh, wow, man, we got we got quite a few. I got them backed up, but I'm bringing them on. I want to connect with them. I want to connect with the mentoring program here in Cyprus. So. Blake, you're getting more work. I'm sorry, man, but that's a result of being good and adding value. Mm -hmm. um, gotcha. She's keeping it real. So, Zandra, hey, Zandra, it's all about the value. It's all about family. All y'all are my family. We are blended family. And this is good because, Blake, a lot of people that are in a divorce situation, this financial aid thing can get very sticky. So, guys, I'm letting you know he has a master class 
where all of this is going to be discussed. You can ask him questions. And if you need to speak with him afterwards, I'm sure Blake has some programs there. But look, this is it. Um, we have to get it to our young minds. Lavelle Jackson, son and I, we need you on this. So she's already tagged her son. This is good from Taria. That's my family as well. And, and, and she's my social media manager. But look at this. This is some good stuff. Yeah. I want you to, this is Erica. We have to educate our kids because I can remember when I went to college in 2000, they didn't bother to give me insight. I'm telling you, that's, I think, what most people go through. All right. Uh-oh, this is some good stuff. Get that money. All right. And I'm, I'm with you, Zandra. Our children need to be competitive in the right area. So, man, yeah. what you're saying is so valuable. I want to I go to a statistic, though, Blake. This is some good stuff now. I want to go to statistics. Let me let me let me bring up one of those agenda items. Right here. Oh, hold on. College dropout rate, 43%. How do we help students that are already in college and then helping parents whose kids are ninth, tenth, eleventh graders, prepping them now, getting their mind right now? where that's not going to happen or, or they don't flunk out like me after two years, full ride scholarship, money coming out my ears because I had all the scholarships and I flunk out because my mind wasn't on the right stuff. It was on, it was on, it was on the ladies. And Blake, how do we avoid why? that? It's one word. Why? Just why? You know, okay. when you think about why you, you flunked out, you know, there's always a reason. But when you think about the why, you associate yourself with purpose. And, and you start thinking about so purpose from an all around perspective of, you know, I always think about the people who sacrificed for me, the people who's looking up to you. But and I call this the three points of the three points of purpose to know your why. The first foundation key that I have in the book is, is, is know your why. And the reason is because if you start off young as possible, understanding what it is you want to do in the world. I had a boy, one of my boys, when I moved to Missouri City, um, I made him in the summer going into the sixth grade. He does music now and, and impacts the world through his, his art. And he knew he was going to do that in the fifth grade. For me, I didn't find my purpose until I was 28. Um, and everybody has a different journey. But the quicker you can figure out your purpose and what your why is on the overall scale, like what it is you want to do, the type of impact you're supposed to have on the world, what your passion is, then I think you can move at a, at a, at a more efficient pace. Now, for example, you know, I speak to uh, let's say a, a sixth grade student, a sixth grade student that understands, look, I'm interested in numbers. <clears throat> I like to break things down, put them, put them back together. You know, I'm interested in engineering. So the quicker you can identify that you're interested in this particular field and your purpose is engineering, then you can start to get into programs. You can start to get mentors. You can start to put yourself in a position to get scholarships, get internships and everything that will have you be successful once you get to college and, and get through college. And when you get that mindset, you won't get to college and play around because you'll have too much depending on your purpose. So if you have, if you attach yourself to purpose, if you really and, you know, these are all things I didn't start thinking about until after college. You know, I got a very late start. I feel like I'm about three years old because I didn't start thinking about any of this until about two and a half, three years ago. You know, and now I got to start this foundation, my own foundation keys, you know, later. But the quicker I can get a student to identify their purpose and start to understand and not if, even if you don't know what it is you want to do. Then you got to start thinking about, look, I got people that are sacrificing for me. So I need to take this thing serious until it hits me like, OK, yeah, I'm, well, I'd like to help people. Or, OK, yeah. You know, and I, I talk to the kids all the time, you know, purpose 
you're only interested, for example, you know, I talk to a lot of the young fellas in, in sports. Start thinking about it from this perspective. You know, it's very slim chances. We're talking about numbers, 43% college, college dropout rate. I don't know what the, what the percent is of you actually getting to the league, but it's slim chances of you getting to the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball. Now, it's, it's possible if you put in the work. But you got to start thinking, if I'm only passionate about sports at this time, what else can I do? When you look at a game, you see so many jobs. You know, so can I coach? Can I train? You know, can I do something else that's still revolving around this only thing that I see I'm passionate about right now? Because a lot of kids, they'll be like, well, I only like football. Okay, well, are you a leader? Can you see yourself coaching in the future? And if you can see yourself coaching, then you'll probably got some educator in you. You know, so you might teach, you know, so just start breaking it down and start looking at what it is you, you can see your purpose being in the world. And once you start to identify with that purpose, I think when you get to college, you'll be attached to so much purpose. You're not going to have time to play around. You can, you can have fun, you know, but when you got somebody in your ear trying to get you to go to this party on a Wednesday night, when you know you got a test at 8 o'clock Thursday morning, you're going to be like, nah, bro, I didn't sacrifice too much. I can't play around. I'm Come good. On. Come on. I'm good. It's, so that's – and then, then if, you, if you do that, then you ain't worried about academic probation, academic suspension. And then having to go home and look at that sibling that's looking up to you and that mama that didn't sacrifice for you and be like, man, I got to come home because I ain't handle business. Come on, man. Wise. Come on, man. Hey, guys, we are if, if you're just joining in, we're having a conversation with Blake Simon. He is he's uh, uh, his his it's hashtag. If you go to Instagram, it's Blake motivates. It's the guy who is helping students and parents translate their why into success, translating, um, I would say, knowledge into helping people manage and navigate financial aid. So, guys, you got Zandra. Uh, so, so, Blake, I think it's safe to say Zandra wants to get with you in terms of me. <laughs> yeah, Zandra, hey, listen, hey, can we drop, I mean, we could, we, could drop my, we could drop my contact information in, too, as well. I will. Um, I'll do that. Matter of fact, I'll do that right yeah. now. Let me, let me get through some more comments. Jeez. Okay, so we got... We got Taria saying this is a great combo to have with your children. Guys, I would say this. If you have a ninth or 10th grader, have them look at this broadcast. Buy the book. Have them look at this broadcast. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah, I, I was. Look, man, you know, you know, I'm raw, but I don't, you know, I don't curse in front of students. You know, I don't talk to them crazy, you know, but I'm raw. And they and, and they number one, they connect to it. And then once they connect to it. You know, I, I tell a student quick about my story because like yesterday I spoke and when I told the story about the dialysis and my mama and what she went through, this kid came to me afterwards and was like, you know, man, my daddy just gave a kidney to my brother and now my brother got two kidneys and my daddy got one. But let me tell you about, you know, what I wanted. But he only came up to me and started to have this conversation with me because I had connected with him. You know, mm-hmm. so, you know, it may be something that I said that, you know, you're not even trying to hear from your parent. And then that'll just encourage them to say, well, you know what? Maybe I need to start thinking about what let's, it is. Because I just, 2005, I graduated high school in 2005. That was like yesterday. And I tried <laughs> to tell the kids, I, I did a ceremony last year. And it was, yeah, 2021, we committing to graduate. I'm like, 2021 is tomorrow. <laughs> you got it, man. You Y'all got it. Get on it. <laughs> you got it. No, Blake, this is some real good stuff. Maria, hey, fam, my Albuquerque family, you're welcome. I hope your daughter finds value in it. Um, we got Taria. She's saying she didn't understand purpose and focus until a few years ago. And Taria is bad enough. She's a bad mama jam enough to say her age. She's 45. And she says she just started focusing on purpose. So, Blake, this is what's so pivotal for me. 
blended family guide economics is you find your purpose as early on as possible. That's why when I go to talk to schools and I'm going into elementaries, I'm helping kids even at an elementary age learn to tap into their why, tap into their purpose and understand that whatever they're gravitating towards, they can find purpose in it to to then create a leadership track and, and a growth track for themselves as well as helping their parents. So I'm just letting you know, I appreciate the transparency. And that's again, why Tariah is also a leadership coach. She's, she's transparent. And I can, I believe yeah. you can't be a real leader, can't be a real motivator unless you're truly transparent with your own deficiencies. So, and, 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 and pastor Eric Anderson, you should be sleep right now. But he's saying two and, and Eric had a chance to go pro. So Pastor Anderson says two to three percent of college athletes actually make it to the pro level. So if y'all are not finding your purpose now, you need to hook up with Blake so he can help you or hook up with me or hook up with Pastor Anderson or hook up with Zandra. But there's too many people out there that fit Maybe. your mold that can help you find your purpose. And ultimately, at any any at any level, just in my opinion. I think it just comes down to accountability. Number one, you got to hold yourself accountable, you know. So like with the students, you know, once you start to identify what it is, number one, hold yourself accountable. And then whatever it is to motivate you to hold yourself accountable, then I think that's the first step to you really moving towards what it is you want to do. And then, you know, I didn't really start making this transition as a as a uh, a person, you know, like I talked about earlier, monetizing what it is I want. I had to get with somebody that was doing it. You know, I had to get with a a, a a coach. I'm not even going to say a mentor because I had to make the investment. I had to get with a coach that was doing it that could help guide me, you know, and, and um, just in, a, in a, on the point of finding the purpose, you know, and connecting with someone, you know, we all have to do that. Not even on the student level. For the student, I tell them to get a mentor. But, you know, just in life, we all have to have that that coach or a person that's been through or that's already in a position that we can see ourselves going in, and, you know, and I think that'll help us get there quicker. You know, I, I surround... I, my coach is, you know, 50 years old and I see what he's done in the last three years. And I'm like, I want to do that in the next two years, you know, and cut the curve and do that by the time I'm 32, 33 years old. You know, and, you know, this it's, it's just important. And yes, you know, accountability is key. Man, this is, so so here's another one um, and I'm, I'm, I'm bringing it up now. It's it's in my agenda items for Blake Simon. And this is right here. Average student loan debt. $37,000. And this doesn't take into account a few other factors, but my point is how can we help our parents? Because me and you both know um, generational wealth. Well, if y'all haven't seen, they say the biggest debt burden to people and kids leaving college now is student loan debt. And it's only going to rise. It's only going to get worse. Um, I don't believe it's a government issue. I believe it's a people understanding what financial aid really is. So, Blake, let's touch on that. Right. Let's touch on that. Um, uh, from yeah. the standpoint of understanding what it is or. So you know, how, can they, how can they be more knowledgeable about the FAFSA, about financial aid where it's considered an investment? and not not debt. And I think if kids going with the right mindset to college, parents going with the right mindset that this is an investment, then it won't be, because it's the mindset, you know, it's the mindset. Um, once again, when I asked those students, those middle school students, uh, 
you know, tell me about loans. And it's like, you got to pay them back and, and with interest. You know, if you start thinking about that, then you're not going to want to put yourself in a position to have to do that. Furthermore, for a parent, understand this. Students don't have unlimited amount, amounts of loans you can use. As a freshman, you, you're open to use 5,500 in loans, 3,500 in the subsidized loan if you have enough need base, 2,000 in the unsubsidized loan, which is non-need base and accumulates interest from the time that you use it. That's 5,500. Now, if you're at a school that has a high cost of attendance, then a student has to then rely on their parents to apply for the parent plus loan. One of three things can happen. They can get denied and then the student can get an increase on their loan for additional four thousand dollars, which would leave the student with ninety five hundred dollars in loans or the parent will get approved or you can get denied and get what's essentially a cosigner. So you got to start thinking, um, do I even want to take out a loan? You know, so so many students are left with not being able to even pay for school because even when they utilize the loan amount that they have, they have to rely on their parents to complete a loan application. So just from the overall standpoint of once again, back to what I said earlier, not wanting to have not not putting yourself in a position to use loans, period. Now, that starts um, like Erica with the middle schoolers, uh, with the middle school student. That starts early just in a aside from saving money, getting the student in the right mindset to take advantage of merit based funds. So, for example. My fraternity, the, the, the chapter in my area, offered a scholarship. Every student can apply at five different schools. Two black schools, nobody applied. One kid applied, didn't show up to the interview. That's $2,000. And that's who they want to give it to. So they gave it to a kid at another school that applied, came to the interview, filled out that, did everything they were supposed to do. The mindset has to shift. Whether that started and that starts at home, the mindset has to shift from them. I, I heard somebody say, "Yeah, the, our kids do have to be competitive about other things." The mindset has to shift to say, "I'm going to attack." Man, it was this girl when I was working in financial aid. She had an overpayment. She had so much money that she had ten thousand extra dollars that she got back from the amount of scholarships that she had. Now she had a winter. She was at Prairie View, where the cost of attendance at that time was around like twenty thousand dollars. So. She had so much money that probably would have, you know, fit if she would have went to any school in the nation that would have been able to cover what she would have had to pay, you know. But, you know, if you put yourself in a position early, then you don't have to use loans and then there's no loan debt. You know, that's that's as simple as I can as I can uh, as I can put it, because, uh, you know, when it comes to the actual usage, you know, it's a six point eight uh, interest rate. Um. And just to break down the differences. Now, if you have need, and this is some of the things that I'll discuss in the class, there's a way to determine. So if you got a kid going to college in the next couple of years, this is what you need to start thinking about. The cost of attendance of the school. Look at it. So let's just say Prairie View's cost of attendance is somewhere around $24,000. Now, is it going to cost $24,000 like the estimated cost of attendance says? No. It's going to cost you somewhere around maybe like nineteen twenty. But, you know, in the estimated cost, they're going to have variables in there that you may not have to pay for. Or they're going to say you might have to spend a thousand on books, but you may not even spend a thousand on books. Because if you're smart, you're going to hit up somebody that took that class last semester. You're going to get them to either give it to you for free or you're going to pay them a little bit. of, Or you're going to find it online. You're not going to go pay full price. Don't go pay full price for no books. If you're a student and you're listening, don't go pay. Don't don't pay full price for no books. So but the estimated cost is going to have that in there. 
But what you need to do is you need to break down your direct cost of attendance and see how much you're directly going to be paying. I know people who will take out loans based on the estimated cost of attendance, and then you don't have to pay for that estimated cost, and then you get a refund. And once you get that money in your hand, you're not giving that back. So you got to really start evaluating what's the cost of attendance. And then once you get to the point to where you complete the fast and you have the scholarships, then you look at how much I have versus how much the direct cost of attendance is. And then what do I have to pay for? And then you start developing a strategic plan to take care of what is left if there is anything left. Because if you handle business and you apply for the outside scholarships and you get the, the GPA and you take the AP classes and you already got credits and you have the SAT on file, then you're going to come in. You already have credits. And, you know, you got to break this thing down. This is what I'm talking to the students about. You got to break this thing down like a real plan. You know, you got to come in saying, OK, if my degree plan is 123 credits, or 130 credits, I need to get to it and knock them out, you know, and have a plan on how I'm going to get these done every semester. How much it's going to cost me? You know, with a war that I'm looking at this year, you know, it's just you got to you got to you got to be serious about it. Man, this is some good stuff. Oh, my Jesus. This is some good stuff. So. You know, it, it is about getting your child in the right mindset. We have about we have about 15 minutes left. Blake, if you can, let's talk to everyone about this master class, what it entails. You touched on it a little bit earlier, but yeah. I think this is definitely now time to just kind of from a, a very programmatic standpoint. What does this gotcha. master class entail and why people need to join it? Got you. So some of the things I do when I'm in person that I discuss with the students outside of the five foundation keys, I talk about maximizing your campus experience, the, the college experience in general. Um, so in this master class, I'll touch bases on three broad areas and then I'll get more in depth with them. Maximizing 10 key campus resources, building relationships and networking, and then understanding financial aid and then cost of attendance, kind of like I just broke down a second ago, but more in depth. And what I'll do is uh, go into each one of these areas and in each one of these areas, the information that I give, I think it'll help the student maximize that on-campus experience, especially for a student that's just coming in. So the class is for, uh, so basically it'll be held on Zoom. Uh, once you register for the course, which the registration consists of getting the book, the signed copy of the book, and then completing the online registration form, which is on my website, blakemotivates.com. Um, and then you can actually go to blakemotivates.com forward slash uh, NYCE, which is master your, your I mean, maximize your co uh, college experience. So in this class, I'll touch bases on those three areas, get more in depth on them. It's not just for the student. Parent can also log in as well. You have to be on the same device. I can't. Um, yeah. I don't. Well, if, if you if you have to be on a different device, just reach out to me if you, of course, you may have a student that already left to go to college or you may have a student that's already in college and out there for the summer. We can do it like that. But just for uh, purposes of holding different spots for uh, people that may want to join the course, I would encourage if you're a parent and you're in the same household as the student, you know, log in from the same advice, sit in, get this information. It will be engaging. It will be packed with information. So I want the students to be able to take notes and leave uh, from and take notes from the book. That's why I'm encouraging them to get the book. You know, really, all you're paying for is the book. You're not paying for the class. I want the students to have the book so that whenever we finish the course, they can still have something tangible there that is explaining some of what I talked about, really everything that I talked about, you know, and they can look at that and say, okay, I understand now uh, estimated cost of attendance compared to direct cost of attendance, which can make the difference. And, you know, how much, you know, that's 
And when I say it can make a difference, now we're talking about mindset. You think that you have to pay a certain number. You don't have to pay that. You take out that loan. Once you get that money in your hand that first year, the mindset can be, you know, I want that every year. You know, okay. that can make a difference. That's a, That can make a difference. Trust me, it was me. And then you start tricking yourself. You know, yeah, man, well, I'm, I'm going to be grown. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to pay that back. It ain't going to be number $60. Then they hit you with that $300 bill, that $400 bill. It's a mindset. Right here. Right here. That's me. I'm telling you, register for the master class, guys, at lakemotivates.com slash M-Y-C-E. Um, yeah. I'm going to tell you, Sandra, thank you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Blake. I was just saying, you know, just in, in, in line with the giveaway, you know, if you get the book uh, as a part of the giveaway, we'll give access to the course once again. Um, I developed it once again for students that's transitioning into college this fall. But I'm opening it to anybody that wants to get on, uh, whether that's a junior, you know, a sophomore, if you want to get this information. Now, it's not going to be about SATs and ACTs and things to do in high school. This is going to be about what to do once you get on campus to help maximize your experience. For example, talking about building relationships, you need to know who to build relationships with. Talk about nursing majors at Prairie View whenever I got there. They would get five of them and build the hub. And whenever one person didn't have the money to buy that $200 A&P book, they held each other down. But that's being intentional with your relationships. You know, you got to start thinking like that, not just coming in and because I stay in this building with you, I need to be friends with you. It don't work like that. Right. It doesn't. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm letting y'all know it, it, we got about 10 minutes. We have so far. Pastor Eric said the college experience is trill. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's my word. I try not to, I try to keep that out of here. Yeah, but, but yeah, so, it's a true. It's a true and real experience, which is a combination and adding up to be trill. Like if you man, look, now nah, I don't even want to get up. You know, I know everybody on here didn't go to HBCU, but oh, my God. So it can be something that you can get sucked into real easy if you're not focused and you're not attached to that purpose. You have to. You have to be. You have to be. And so, Blake, um, let's get that phone number out. So for those people um, that have one, and I already have, we we we're gonna have some more, right? But we got Zandra, Maria, Erica, Taria. We got we got. Um, Pastor Anderson, because Aaron is a junior, so he's been he's been very comment worthy. And I think the uh, the next five. Now we got Paula Evans on, um, Taria, of course. This is some good stuff, man. I mean, you got everybody. I'm being educated. You got Paula Evans. That's that's my Texas fam. Um, and yeah, I, I forgot Pastor Anderson's daughter. She went to Prairie View, so. You got a yeah, lot so another, of another another thing I look to do. I know with students, you know, there some of them they're not on Facebook, but um, I have a, a private group I I created a, a year ago for different purposes. I was helping to empower the millennials and, and people more of my age uh, with the older millennials. But um, I'm going to also open up a Facebook group. So for the students that log on to the actual call, I'm going to and the parents, I'll add them into this uh, Facebook group called Transition U Transition University. And then I'll start to uh, drop more information and drop articles and, and valuable information as I receive it for anybody that also gets on the masterclass call. So this is good, guys. So I want to make sure y'all understand that if you join the masterclass, 
you'll then get access to additional information in a private Facebook group setting where you can get all this knowledge. Now, is this well, free? Well, I mean, you offer well, some. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let me answer. Okay. It may have went away. I didn't see. Somebody said they want to be educated on what Trill is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was that no, was. I, a, I, Okay, trill is trill is a term that originally uh, or its origin is in Port Arthur, Texas, with uh, UGK, uh, one of the associates of the group known as the Underground Kings, which consisted of Bun B, Pimp C, and somebody else at that time, used the word trill a lot, which is a combination of the word true and the word real, which then in the music they started to use the word trill, and that's how the word trill was born. But see, it look, look. <laughs> because she, you know, she asked. I just, <laughs> you know, see, Blake gonna give you some education when you want it, whether it's about FAFSA, whether it's about graduating, transitioning. Now he's now he's giving us some education on yeah, the so, so, the, so, the, so the class, the way I have it set up, once again, if you get the book, uh, if you get selected, then you'll be able to uh, join the class um, for free. But the class, the class itself is free. Uh, what you're doing is purchasing the book. The signed copy of the book is what I have on the actual registration form. With the signed copy purchase of the book and the completion of the form, you get you get access into the car. Now, this is some good stuff. So we have 10 people that are going to get access to this with an investment from uh, the blended family guy and, and his wife, Crystal. So, guys, this is key. Share this with anybody. I want you to continue to share this because we have about six people so far. Um, I want to give this away to four more people that really need it. I don't want y'all getting this book and letting it collect dust on your shelf. Just say you got a book. I want this to be placed into a young person or a parent's hands that needs this. So please continue to share this broadcast and tag people. You know, sharing is caring. Anything else, Blake, that you want to touch on um, as far as your program? Um, well, yeah, man, I just encourage everybody to, you know, if you have if you have uh, number one, I speak. So I also do for if you connected with schools or if you connected with any principals or administrators out there that's looking to bring in speakers just to empower the students. That's something I do. Um, you can book me by visiting the, the booking uh, page on my website, BlakeMotivates.com uh, backslash booking. Um, main thing. For anybody that I can't connect with in person, I'm always encouraging people to encourage them to get the book. Um, and then if you need to connect with me, I'm at Blake Motivates on everything. Blake Motivates on Instagram is where I'm more active. You can DM me if you have questions. You can email me if you have a student that is transitioning into college um, and you and you need to um, and you need to uh, get information on how to make that transition. You can reach out to me. But uh, the main thing is getting the book. Um, just getting, I'll start doing master classes on a more regular basis. I was doing more sessions that were in person, but I want to make it online to where uh, if you're, you know, just on the phone or if you're in, your, in front of your laptop, you can log in and really get the, the, this information without having to be face to face with me. Um, so be look, be on the lookout for more master classes. Um, I will be going more in the, the next one. I'll do another one on maximizing your campus, ex your college experience. But then I also do one on just financial aid itself. So I'll be going into depth on merit versus need based funds, understanding the differences between um, certain types of scholarships. If you have a student that is interested in majoring and, for example, if you, if you know what you want to major in, you need to find a school that has a, a program that's 
going to allow you to be successful. For example, Prairie Views, I know I always bring up PV, y'all, but that's that's why I went. PV, strongest programs, in my opinion, engineering, nursing, agriculture, you know, and the business department is coming up. But engineering, for example, has a lot of companies that come and look for the minority students. They have a lot of money. So one of the scholarships that you need to attack is the business department, I mean, the uh, engineering department scholarships. Now, it's competitive. So they're looking at your GPA coming out of high school or semester to semester. But you have to, you know, like strategically say, if I'm going into engineering, you know, attack this type of scholarship in addition to the third party scholarships because they have the money. You know, so just kind of exposing in the financial aid realm of things, the different types of you know scholarships that are available, um, not going into, you know, like time joining the scholarships, you know, but just once you get on campus, what can you do to maintain scholarship availability? And then, of course, breaking down the FAFSA and what comes as a result of you completing the FAFSA. Man, this is some good stuff. If you guys haven't been blessed today by the amount of knowledge that Blake has dropped, you normally have to pay for this kind of stuff or you have to go to a face-to-face -face session. Well, Blake has given an hour of his time. And I mean, let's just almost say about two hours because y'all have to understand the back end, right? And making sure all this technology works. Blake has been working with me all afternoon. Um, this is some really good stuff. I, I can't state enough. Share this. Tag this. Zandra, I see that you're doing that. Uh, Blake, I think Zandra's going to be your, your your big sister. I mean, she's trying to hook you up yeah, with yeah. expanding your platform. You know, on, this, on this picture, she looked familiar. I wonder if I know if I've come across. I don't know, but I, I will tell you this. Um, this has really been good. Y'all, I, I, oh, Blake, here's what I so do. And, um, your phone that, number, right? Yeah. So yeah. Zandra, Taria, Eric, um, Maria, um, Erica, Erica, I want y'all to text Blake if you don't mind your address so he can ship you that book. And he's going to ship those signed copies out tomorrow um, for you. And if you want to gift it to somebody, they'll also have access to this master class. Now, I would assume, Blake, you are you recording this master class? So say they can't make yeah. it on Thursday. They can look at it still. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll do a. Uh, I'll take the out keep the Zoom recording, I'll send it out to anybody that's registered but can't make it. So what I need you to do, if you're, um, for the people he called out, text me the address, my number is uh, 713, and you All can right. also email it, but if you if you immediate access 713-584-0770, I said that one more time, 713-584-0770. The other step that I need you all to complete is to oh, go to that- What's your email? I can put that down as well. What's your email address? The email is info, I-N-F-O, at blakemotivates.com. Info at blakemotivates.com. And um, the other step would be to complete the form on the website. So if you go to the blakemotivates.com backslash N-Y-C-E, you'll see the instruction says to uh, purchase the book and to complete the form. But if you click on click here, all you have to do is complete the form so I can get the information that I need. And then I'll send out a link within 24 to 48 hours uh, that will give you access to the call. This is this is good. And I see Pastor Anderson said something that I thought, Blake, if you haven't thought about it, this is something you may want to talk about. He says he just noticed a lot of African-Americans that attend high school in suburban areas struggle when they attend HBCUs. I did. Um, 
I, I'm letting you know. And then he he said something else. Um, <clears throat> let me bring up the comment. <clears throat> he said, here's a thought. Ever thought about developing some type of session on how to help suburban African-Americans transition to HBCU? So essentially the same thing. Um, I don't know if you've thought about that. Here's mom for parents of college bound uh, that are college bound. Please share this. But have you thought about those things? I'm, I would assume you have, Blake. Um, I'm going to be real. Whenever we talked about, uh, he said kids from suburban areas transition African-American students. transition. Um, I don't think I've touched base on that specifically because that's really? specific. That's, that's specific. specific. Yeah, that's specific. But so when I speak at Prairie View, I do sessions at Prairie View just about every semester. Um, had a conversation with a kid last semester. You know, I'm thinking about some things that he said based on, you know, that comment. You know, um, that's something I'll definitely look at. Definitely look at it. I think he has a he has a point there. He has a point yeah. because um, it, it was a transition, you know, even for my own. <clears throat> and see, yeah. Eric, again, transparency is what creates connection. Um, Eric's being real. You know, he said his daughter struggled, you know, and I love Kiki, but I struggled even when I went from uh, flunking out of UNM, University of Mexico to North Carolina A&T. I struggled. I struggled. You know why? I wasn't used to seeing that many black people. Yeah, Albuquerque got about ten black people. You know, <laughs> I'm joking. I but, mean, you, you know, you, 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 you know, it's uh, I, so I, I was raised in the country, um, but when I was nine years old, I moved to Houston, specifically Missouri City. And what I realized is, when you are a kid that is growing up in a certain neighborhood where your parents have to. Uh, bust they butt to maintain that lifestyle. Sometimes parents can be, I don't want to say naive, but cannot know what's going on because you can become as a student, as a, as a not as a student, as a child, very mischievous, you know, and or, or you can have restrictions. And when you get to college and you got all of this freedom, you know, I found that kids that grow up with the freedom, you know, and grow up in certain areas and they can kind of do, when you get there, it's a little bit different. You know, you, you already got some, you know, you, but I grew up in, in Missouri City once I moved in. You know, my sister and them had to struggle to maintain that house, you know, for the time that we were in it, at least. And and uh, you got a lot of time on your hands. And um, some students didn't grow up like that. And I realized that whenever they got to college, wild out a little bit more. You know, I was used to certain things. You know, it wasn't a shock to me. I had I had fun, but. I didn't get consumed in, um, you know, some people, for example, you don't have a, a real relationship before you. I had a relationship in like my sophomore year. You get a relationship in college for the first time. All of a sudden you shacking. Oh, you wild. You wild. You know, but anyway, <laughs> no, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling yeah. you, like, these are the things I see, you know, whenever you because you just never expand. Now you in a relationship. Now you got freedom. Now you susceptible to somebody saying, oh, we'll just come here every night. And then all of a sudden you're not going to class in the morning. Now you academic suspension probation. This is we got, we could have a whole nother session on on how <laughs> in college. Oh man, that that that's that's for another another time. But I'm gonna tell you, um, this has been I, I hope therapeutic for some, educational for others, and empowering um, all together. This has been good, Blake. I think we need to have you on again. Um, I'm looking at the amount of commentary. There was over 115 comments um, left. 
in this hour, 115 comments. Blake, that's, that shows that the dialogue was there and that people are feeling this. You know why? It hits you right in your pocketbook. I, again, I'm still almost done paying off my student loans, but man, that bill comes every month and they don't care and you can't hide from them. Not that I was mm -hmm. uh, just until about, what, about 15 years ago. I was hiding. I was putting that thing on forbearance, on I was at the least you just got to communicate. Exactly. 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 So, yeah, I'm, I'm out of forbearance, Blake. So I, they were like, no, you got to pay, Mr. Holmes. You got to pay. Yeah. So I'm just letting you know, guys, share this broadcast. This has been really good. Um, we already have our winners. You've already been announced. Please text or email Blake your information so he can get those out to you tomorrow. Um, Blake, please get with Zandra. She's on Facebook. All you got to do is plug in her name. I'm sure you'll find her. Zandra, get him on Messenger. Um, this has been good. I hope everybody on here, you have a student, a niece, a nephew that you can share this with. This journal, this book right here, I want you to get it. The Transition Guide and Journal. I want you to buy it direct from Blake versus, is it even on Amazon? But if not, I want you to buy it direct from Blake. Why? He keeps all that yeah. money. Amazon is going to take a percentage. Yeah, yeah. The book, the book is on my website, blakemotivates.com uh, backslash shop. It is also on Amazon, but like you said, you know, Amazon gets more of a percentage, but I would definitely rather um, you get it from me. How can we equip? Uh, um, yeah. No, okay, yeah, and I got, and, I'm, and, 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 and I'm not exactly sure of all of the names, but I did get a, a few texts, so I don't know if you wanted to say those names again. Yeah, let uh, me say just, those one more time. Zandra, Maria, Maria hometown from Albuquerque, Erica, Taria Hodge, Eric Anderson. And that's who I, oh, let me see who else. So let me see. Oh, 100 College Women of America. Thanks for having Blake on the show. I'm very proud of Blake, Mr. Roberts. So Mr. Roberts, oh, that, like that, that, no, Mr. Roberts is my mentor. Like Mr. Roberts is that person that whenever I got into college, I went sat in his office every day to make sure that I was educated, number one, on a university. And then he's the one that introduced me to John C. Maxwell, introduced me to uh, like Robert's Rules of Order, and put me in a position to become a leader so that when I joined this student organization the next semester, I got voted, I was voted the president. So then I had to lead a, a, a meetings and, and, you know, I became, a, you know, just a better leader. So Mr. Roberts is, you know, that person that was at Prairie View since uh, 1970, pretty much, you know, and he was one of those people that you go to and um, he will educate you and empower you. And, you know, he's one of those people that if you got a problem, he's going to give you the steps on what you need to do to challenge administration because the, the student, the, the students run the school. And, you know, he's the person that's going to get you to understand that. But, yeah, awesome. shout out to Mr. Roberts. Mr. Roberts, thank you very much, sir. I've never met you, but uh, you are the type of person that our students uh, need. So thank you. Man, this has been good, y'all. We gotta go, Blake. I gotta let you. I gotta let you go, man. You are gonna start charging me for all this good knowledge that you <laughs> dropped. It. Um, it has been incredible. I want to say again, guys, sharing is caring, especially when it can come to a child, a child, a student being a lawyer or a doctor, but they're riddled with debt. So there's a way to manage this thing um, to you, uh, Pastor Anderson. Said he just texted you his address. Um, y'all right. gotta do got this. Roberts. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Blake. Shout out, man. Last thing. Uh, well, two things. 
Um, shout out to uh, shout out to to to, to my coach Kendall, uh, Kendall Ficklin. I'm down with the whole. If you're familiar with Dr. Eric Thomas, I'm down with the whole circle. My coach Kendall Ficklin runs with ET, and uh, whenever I connected with Kendall, Kendall really you know gave me the guidance to be able to move forward and do what I'm doing right now. Not just from the business standpoint, but just establishing myself as a as a as a uh, a man that can have a core for you know health, balance, mind, and wealth. You know, so just breaking that all down, and then shout out to you for uh, whenever we connected, following through. And, and you know continuing to build that relationship i always tell students networking is the first step to building an efficient and effective relationship so shout out to you for continuing to uh you know be that person because if, without that then we wouldn't have the value that was added to everyone that logged on today so shout out to uh shout out to you and um uh, and and shout out to you and your wife for sponsoring the books and um giving the access to those people and those students so that we can get, you know, the culture. I, I'm, I'm big about shifting the culture. I'm big about putting the students in a position to not have to go through the things that I went through. You know, and sometimes you do got to go through some things and you have to face adversity. But the adversity that's meant for you is going to come. You know, you worry about getting through that. But if I can help you not have to go through some of the pitfalls that I went through, I'm definitely here to provide that information. Man, this has been incredible. And I thank you for joining, man. Um, guys, um, while wow. relationships plus result equal resources, networking is so important. This man right here knows how to network, Eric Anderson. So he can give you a class on that one too. Man, um, uh, we got Mr. Roberts here. Uh, you're, a uh, social, you're a social media manager. I love it. He could, I don't know how old Mr. Roberts is, but Mr. Yeah. Roberts is still continuing to reinvent himself, it sounds like, and continuing to learn Mr. Rob is young, man. You know, he's full of knowledge. So when you're full of knowledge like that, I think you stay young. Come on. Come on. That's that's some good stuff. I look forward to meeting Mr. Roberts one day here soon. Um, man, I'm going to tell you, Blake, this has been good. Uh, we're going to end the broadcast, y'all. I, I love my blended family. This is the Blended Family Playbook. Facebook, join the private group. You get a lot more updates. Follow me on Marcus middle initial a homes for facebook and you can get all these updates but i'm here every week 6 p.m central time sharp and you can always catch the replay blake have a great evening everybody that joined in thank you so much and again share this broadcast love you guys have a great week make it a great week and again blake you've been awesome thank you so much no doubt salute all right y'all take care